It's Randalicious. Welcome to the SEO Rant. I am your host, Morty Oberstein. You might know me better as Wix's head of SEO branding, but I will remind you that this podcast has absolutely nothing to do with that. This is pure, unofficial Morty magic and Morty mania. Where can you find the SEO Rant you're currently listening? You're literally listening right now. So wherever you found it before, find it again there. It's so obvious, but you can also find it at theseorant.com, on Stitcher, on Spotify, and SoundCloud. Wherever a great, mediocre, and terrible podcast are found, we're also there. When does the SEO Rant come out? Typically on Thursdays each week, but if I don't have time, I don't do an episode because this is not my full-time job. I do not get paid to do this. So if I don't have time, I don't put in an episode, but usually I do, but it does make sense to subscribe wherever you consume your podcast. This week, we have a coffee addict. She has her own travel site. She's a senior SEO analyst at ReSignal. She used to live in Turkey. Now she's living in London. She's Yamush Simshek. How are you? Thanks, Mordi. Thanks for having me today. Um, I'm fine. Sure. Thank you. Um, so in Turkey, do they drink Turkish coffee? Yes, we do drink Turkish coffee. And I'm so smart. <laughs> so, no. okay. I will tell my my first experience with Turkish coffee was I did not realize that there's stuff at the bottom. Oh, yeah. That's right. So in case you don't know, Turkish coffee has this really fine um, grounds that you you it's in the cup of coffee. It's like imagine like you had the coffee grinds. If you're brewing a classic American cup of coffee ground much finer, but in the cup itself. But if yeah. as an American, I'm like, yeah, I'll just drink this coffee and not expecting that there's, you know, the, the grinds in there. That was an experience. That was a meal almost that wasn't really meant to be a meal because it was very grainy. Yeah, I mean, usually for me, myself, I'm not um, drinking the rest. Like I'm just leaving it there. And actually Turkish coffee is not even enough for me. So I am uh, usually go for like filter coffee or Americana in the morning. So nice. it's kind of, um, you know, the the... British culture in here, like um, uh, tea after like five o'clock. So it's kind of that culture in Turkey. You can have it um, when you get together for a chat or something. And it has this fortune telling story behind, like um, you can use that ground for fortune telling and um, that's cool. Uh, get some ideas <laughs> and feature um, assumptions about your uh, <laughs> neck. <laughs> that's awesome. I never knew that. Yeah. So yeah. like there's like in Turkey, there's Tur- there's coffee time, which is basically the equivalent of English tea time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we can just uh, make them uh, similar. As Interesting. A- I had no clue. See, I'm just yeah. glad that America went to war with England so that we- I didn't end up having to drink tea. Yeah, that's where I, I think that was the greatest achievement of the uh, Revolutionary War was that now we drink coffee and not tea. And if you're listening, you're from England. I'm sorry, I just insulted your teeness. Anyway, we're we're talking about a really cool topic. I love the fact that we have people on who don't speak about the same usual thing every time. Today, we're talking about what it's like to do SEO as an expat. So, Yamash, what's it like to do SEO as an expat? Yes, uh, we chose this topic. Yeah, it's actually uh, very meaningful for me because I moved to London last year. So uh, before that, I haven't been working the international clients that much. Well, I've been in Istanbul and working with clients from different backgrounds, but um, of course, this is um, much more here. Um, it's a bit difficult, but also it's uh, also uh, fun because um, I'm 
also need to do the keyword research or the, create the content strategies in different languages. As you can also understand from my pronunciation, I'm not like a native speaker. So um, it's also very um, challenging when you uh, need to get like client meetings and uh, you need to present your ideas to the clients that they are not speaking with the same language with you. And uh, when you have this language barrier, it's kind of, um, you never feel like you are telling the right story or maybe you are 100% um, passing your ideas to the client so or partners, let's say. So um, it's, it, it's stressful. challenging for me. Yeah, it's very That's stressful. really stressful. Definitely, it's kind of my first uh, few months with the, with the company, I've been like, I was never sure that I was doing good job or not. So that that moment feedback is really important. This is one of the great things that I uh, found in uh, working in the UK. I mean, there's a feedback culture, which is actually great. Um, I mean, normally in maybe this is like, again, another topic in uh, to discuss today, but the business cultures and um, the um, accept, exceptions are very different from Turkey. So uh, I, this is also something that I'm trying to get used to, which is actually um, very positive in some point from my point of view. Um, yeah, I mean, feedback is a bit uh, negative stuff in Turkey. When you get feedback, oh, you you are usually getting like negative feedback. I'm <laughs> not ready to appreciate when you do something right. Uh, but they're so ready to criticize you when oh, you do something that's wrong. That's the worst, by the way. And it is hard I, as an expat myself. Like That's the hardest part is understanding the new culture. But it's mm. really difficult because you don't really know what the expectations are. And it's something that language is something you can do. Right? I can learn a language. But learning a culture, yeah. that's like so ingrained. That's so different. I, I, I feel like I'll personally, I can't speak for anybody else, I'll never get past my american culture nor nor do i feel like i have to so in your face other people <laughs> and that's true i mean in in here i was like um sometimes i feel like i'm so out of the way thinking like oh okay should i say this sentence shall i tell this idea or not because again uh, it can be meaning lots of things for them in a different uh, perspective so what I think that which is the best for the um, maybe a project or a client, I was like thinking, okay, do they really think the same? And uh, I'm always going forward and you know doing some more research, and it takes time and learning the new culture. And in here, UK as well, it's just not really uh, easy to understand all the aspects of the um, company cultures as well. So um, which yeah, is right. Brits are hard. Just kidding. Um, okay, so I have two questions. One is very, very serious, and then one is like not as important. First, really serious and very important question: Have you ever been in a meeting and it's just not going well, and like you know, maybe curse somebody out in Turkish and they didn't realize what you're saying? Because I would totally do that if I spoke another language well enough. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, I need to think about it. I, Don't I answer that question. That's not, not going to go well. <laughs> well it's like about. But this happened. Uh, it's not the same. Uh, when I was in the meeting, um, I was telling my whole ideas for the whole um, session, like an hour maybe or 45 minutes. And then at the end of the session, 
I'm not going to say the name. So uh, the the client said that, okay, I'm not following Yammer. I don't get any of the points that she um, described me. I was like, okay, it's so um, humiliating at first point and to, you know, hear this in front of uh, your other um, colleagues. But, and then I was like, okay, um, he has a point or she has a point like, I need to uh, describe myself better in terms of uh, presenting my ideas because I have this great idea, but uh, if I cannot pass this through and I, sh I should have been uh, so disappointed and like demotivated, but, and then I just um, focused to see the other part of the uh, case. So um, this is what I'm doing since I moved to London because otherwise you will be so, you know, um, how can I say in a, I could even get in a depression it's kind of a very very strong point to um, handle with uh, if you take it another way that's really good I mean kudos to you I would not it takes a lot of strength of character to be like okay like there's probably a point to that like I know here when I speak English they don't understand me or like I try to speak in Hebrew that I'm like screw this I'm like done with this like I'll, yeah. okay I'm a horrible person so my my kids will be playing with someone who speaks Hebrew and they hardly understand English and I'll like, you know, they'll say the kids being really annoying because just sometimes you're, you're the friends of your kids are really annoying. I just tell you this as a parent. And this one kid was just like, like destroying my house. I'm like trying to tell him in Hebrew to get out of here in a nice way. I was being nice. And then finally give up. I'm like, listen, in English, I'm like, listen, you little mutant, get out of my house. But I feel like I can say that because he didn't say a word of English. That's perfect. I am not a good person like you are. You're like, all right, let me think of a way to like address this and deal with this because now I live in a different place. But let me ask like the flip side of that. Let's say you're hiring somebody like yourself. Mm -hmm. What should they know about hiring an expat who may not be from the same culture, from the same language, even from the same language? It's a very different culture. Like even though, you know, if I moved from the US to the UK, that is a very, very different. That would be a culture shock, I would assume. Yeah. If you're hiring somebody like that, like yourself, what recommendations do you have for them? Um, I think it, it may change from company to company because, um, for example, Resignal was my, not my uh, first job. So I, uh, again, worked at different companies. So whatever I say here, it's my whole experience. I just wanted to mention that because in case any anyone thinks like um, uh, just it's belong to Resignal. But like um, when I think about that, if, if you already know your company, company's um, most important um, culture highlights, let's say, for example, if you are, if you really know your criteria that uh, you are looking for your can candidate, it's just, um, for example, if you are really taking, um, how can I say, if you are really giving importance to the honesty of your um, team or, you know, being uh, clear in terms of the communication and clarity. So um, I would actually um, have a couple of more meetings with them because um, as you speak to a person, you just get some different uh, perspectives and different points. It's not just giving the case study and uh, seeing the results and uh, also presenting, uh, leading them to present to you. It's also important to have the personality uh, background. So um, I would ask like maybe some creative questions to get that kind of ideas as well. Like not only the questions about SEO or other um, business perspectives, but also from the cultural side, 
I don't actually believe that long, uh, you know, personality and characteristic tests or questionnaires as well. Right. It's also boring, and I'm just it's so boring. Like, I am great. It's just a way. Of course, to I'm say great. I'm not gonna. We're gonna write something bad about you. I'm. Uh, I love when yeah. people ask, like, what's the one thing you're not good at? Um, I'm not good at not being good at something. Yeah. How's that yes. for an answer? Definitely. That's why I, mean, I think companies also need to be a bit creative on uh, that. I mean, just one with just one question, you can understand uh, who the person are, or you can just give a life case study rather than um, giving a, a CEO case uh, questions and study. So maybe it's another perspective. I mean, they can describe a situation with a client and uh, ask your um, opinion on what would you do that kind of situation, like uh, being creative and uh, cry solving the cries at that point yeah i mean it's, it's it takes time i mean it takes time to know a people and uh, know a person and uh, know the the team so um i think it's better to have the provision period in here like three months i think it's a really good idea i mean in turkey we still have it kind of uh have it but um i'm not sure companies are or also employees are um applying that to their life like practically um yeah it's, i think so so that's really interesting because you know you're talking about getting creative with when you're dealing with someone not from the same culture as you but and and we're i feel like we keep talking about like yeah it's like you know it's hard being an expat and there's like disadvantages you don't know the culture and you don't know people but there are also advantages to this right the fact that you do know another culture because in seo if you're yeah. doing international SEO, well, hell heck, like now you understand the Middle East. Like that's a whole market that somebody yeah. from London may not understand. Yeah, definitely. For example, Turkish culture is definitely someone who would not understand quickly from a UK um, culture. But again, it's actually since I, for example, since I started the agency, I'm seeing like, is anyone in our team knows uh, French, Italian or you know, <laughs> Portuguese or Spanish? I was like, I'm just waiting the day that they ask for the Turkish because it's the only <laughs> thing that I can say yes and uh, I can help with it. So I'm so ready to help, but no uh, Turkish need at that moment. Um, so yeah, I mean, of course, it's quite rare to um, share my knowledge in terms of the Turkish uh, culture and economy or also the, the, um, uh, the language, but yeah, I'm still waiting for the day it comes through. Um, I, I hope it comes through because like, that's like, this is my moment. This, this is what I've been waiting yeah. for, for you know, two years. I finally got it. But, um, you know, can I ask you, is SEO different? So, okay. So when I think about SEO, I get very, again, like my mind goes to like, okay, the American market, blah, blah, blah. But like here, I know in Israel, like the SEOs think very differently about SEO because the level of competition is very different. Um, mm -hmm. What websites are doing here is very different than the U.S. Like, for example, um, you know, a lot of I mean, maybe it's turning around now, but I find like a lot of the websites in Israel, like they look and feel kind of old. They don't have a lot of that newer functionality going on. I don't know why that is. It's probably a cultural thing that I do not will not don't care to understand because I don't actually do SEO in Israel. So <laughs> I don't care. But do you find that SEO from uh, when doing it in Turkey and now doing it in London or doing it for other clients in other markets, do you find it to be different? Uh, yes, in some point. I mean, uh, actually, we have really good SEO projects and case studies in Turkey. I learned a lot, like whatever I learned uh, about SEO at first step, it was in Turkey. So 
Uh, we do have really technical and um, content background and really good stuff. And uh, but in terms of the client perspectives and also, um, uh, for example, the KPIs or what we want to achieve with SEO. And uh, I think uh, the brands and companies in here are more um, aware of that. Like uh, that's why they are asking um, difficult questions so that we are working on the forecasting and uh, setting the KPIs and more logically. And But in Turkey, I was like, Yes, we still have KPIs. We still have the forecasting issues. But again, um, sometimes I I see I saw clients like they even don't care about uh, what they get from SEO perspective. They just want to do that, like because other companies are doing SEO. Oh yeah, we also should do SEO, and we also should um, you know uh, spend budget for SEO. And but at the end of the day, it's kind of okay. It's and it's usually. It's surprisingly, it's the big companies because they have like marketing budget to spend. And it's kind of, oh, it's good to be in the SEO perspective as well. And good to put it on the um, at the year-end uh, summary and see, oh, that kind of things that we have done. For example, the reporting. It's just, we it took our hours to create because they asked for um, PowerPoint or slight reporting rather than like a dynamic dashboard or you know data studio or something like that so it's kind of we knew that uh, why they are asking for it because uh they are asking they're gonna use it just without any change to nice. their um, higher uh, departments so it's kind of I, I can do that i'm i'm okay to do that but it's just doesn't feel like good to me because i'm not being productive and effective for them as an seo so um this is something i really like um since I moved to London. I, I know there are also other uh, similar clients in here too. It's just, um, I, I, sh I shouldn't separate the countries because um, there's always, uh, it's always up to the people's uh, perspectives and companies' visions. So um, in here as well, maybe there are other companies like that, but thanks God, I've been uh, working with clients, not like that. So. Um, yeah, it, it, it gives me some other perspective and project management, for example, is we have a very dedicated uh, project management here, project managers in here is kind of an industry, like a very big industry mm -hmm. in Turkey as well. We still have it, but maybe in the SU industry it's quite different and um, and it's still growing, like improving itself. So I meant to ask this earlier and I totally should have. You don't have to answer this at, at all, by the way. But you're just talking about I, you know, moving from Turkey to London. What made you move from Turkey to London? Again, please, if that's an intrusive question, it's like personal, don't answer that. No, that's okay. I, I actually moved in the past, like once I decided to move after I graduated, I couldn't find a job and I, I was ready to get a job. And I was thinking, let's uh, try my chance in London because I had this citizenship from my dad. It's kind of, um, I've been living in Turkey since I was born, but I have the British citizenship, so it made sense to oh, move cool. to UK. So yeah, I just gave it a try and I couldn't find the job in marketing industry. It was very hard if you haven't studied in here. And then I moved back and then I kind of, uh, my my paths crossed to SEO and I learned it. And uh, and that point it, it was the, uh, the developing industry and um in the world so i was like okay it's now my time and in digital area it's good to get the job and actually i came without even find a job so i just found the job after i moved to 
London. Oh, wow. Like, That's brave. Yeah, but I had this period with like um, uh, working remotely to, you, to uh, Turkey and also having some free, freelance clients. So I just, um, I actually, good. it was actually good to have a chance to work in freelance as well. I just saw other perspective and which I was not really good at uh, <laughs> setting my budget and uh, pricing for the clients. I think I I gave very, very low budgets to the projects I've been doing. Oh boy. Oh, that's generous of you. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Still brave, by the way. Still brave to move to another country. And I don't think people realize like what that actually means. That, that that is not. It is not an easy thing to do at all. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and also you need to um, promote yourself uh, in a very good way. And um, I mean, you I, for example, in the UK, I couldn't find freelance clients in the first like three four months because they don't know your name. You are just from Turkey and just anonymous person who comes and uh, want to improve your website and or believes improving your website so uh, that's why you also need to you know uh, do your own digital PR and all own brand awareness and yep. own SEO as well yep. so hey yeah. personal branding is so imp- I know it sounds vain but it's actually really important definitely for me it wasn't impossible it wasn't possible in Turkey because Yağmur Shimshek is a very uh, generic name because Yağmur means rain and Shimshek means lightning and uh, oh, it's kind of that's a cool um, name. Yeah, when people write on Google and search on Google, even they see the uh, image videos about that or there is a girl with the same name and surname. She's quite. <laughs> Wait, your last uh, name means lightning. Yes, lightning. that is the coolest last name I've ever heard. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's quite common in Turkey, but in UK, they just uh, made fun or laugh because it's not a common thing to give a name from um, better conditions. Or That's badass. What do you mean make fun of? That's freaking <laughs> badass right there. Yeah, my last name is Lightning. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's um, easy to create some logos or something when you... Yeah, there you go. <laughs> right, right. Which I'm currently thinking, yeah. Why should I make my logo? Let me think. Oh, yeah, Lightning. <laughs> Yeah, but there are a lot, so I need to be a bit creative and work with a good designer. Sorry about my uh, traffic noise background. Nice. Okay, so since we're talking about personal brand, and since we're out of time, perfect segue. Wow, it's never usually that smooth. Where is a great place to find you? Yes, that's a great question. So that's why I'm now working on uh, creating my own personal website, uh, which I will be including my um, blog posts or, you know, the conference speakings, which I already started this year, luckily, and also other, you know, opinions about SEO, like short and quick uh, opinion pieces. And I'm uh, in the process of launching it in December, hopefully. And thanks to my um, amazing friends who helped me on the, building uh part yeah i, I think by I, the way when, when she says december because i already know my queue of interviews that i did not get to yet because i'm so bad it will probably be out by the time this episode comes out so it's not the next december it's december past so look for yes, the website oh uh, yeah yeah definitely yeah. december yeah. 2021 <laughs> right right so, yeah it's probably be on uh in january so i will share with you the link and um yeah. absolutely and uh you're on twitter as well right yeah, I'm on Twitter and it's uh, Yagmur, S-M-S-K. So, um, and uh, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm quite active on LinkedIn and Twitter. Ooh. So, um, yeah. 
people can find me from there. And yeah, that's and I uh, will link to the profiles in the show notes on the SEORant.com. So if you're confused how to find blah blah blah, it's right there. So yeah, great. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on the show. I would thank you for sharing your story. I love these. Like it's really nice to hear your personal story. Yeah, thanks for having me and uh, inviting for uh, here because uh, it's my first podcast uh, show, which is actually going to be very meaningful for me. Nice. So wait, round of applause. <laughs> thank you. So yeah, it's really a pleasure to uh, do this with you as my first show. So um, I hope um, audience also will enjoy. And uh, absolutely will. This is a great interview. So do you? I I know as I remember back to my first podcast interview. It's a while back already. You did a great job. Don't worry about it. Don't think twice as soon as you hang up from this phone call. You knocked it out of the park and then the audience absolutely agrees with you. So there's nothing to worry about. Okay. Thank you so much for that motivation it. because I was going to do that. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I know. I yeah, I still do that even now. And I've done a million of these, but, um, but you shouldn't. You should feel confident. Where can you find the SEO rant wherever you were just listening? Do it again or the SEORant.com or Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever great and mediocre and terrible podcasts are found. Show comes out weekly on Thursdays. Yagmish, thank you so much for coming on again. I really appreciate you sharing this. Thank you so much having me again and, and hopefully um, listening to your other featured podcast in 2022. <laughs> Woohoo! And to my audience, toodles.